0: Man, did Am I Wrong bring out the calls and texts today? Big time. <laughs> People had a lot to say about, should you be allowed to go to a strip club for a bachelor party?
1: Uh, that was really good. Plus, Fireside Poetry was a... Got a little uh, heated. A little spicy there. Brian Riley yelling and screaming. <laughs> Happy Hour was great. Uh, two long-lost friends oh, finding man. one another. And minutes win it, maybe the best one we've ever had. Oh, man, that was fun. That was fun to take a trip down memory
0: lane. What a fun show today was. Come on. You'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something in their life, so they call us up, loop us into it, and we try and help them out. Uh, that's what brings Christy to us today. Christy, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today?
2: So, I'm engaged. Congrats. And, thank you. <laughs> um, but, okay, so my my fiance, his best friend, best man, is also engaged, and his bachelor party is coming up, okay. and it's going to be, like, a wild one. Like, he's kind of a little crazy, and, like, it's going to be the whole nine yards, like, strip club, so maybe, like, a stripper coming to the place, and I don't know. I just, like, really am against that. Like, I don't believe in doing that stuff on, like, bachelor bachelorette parties and, like, don't want my fiance doing it. Like, he's doing a bachelor party, but, like, they're going, like, fishing somewhere.
1: <laughs> okay. So, like, so it's your it's your... I- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but it's your friend's fiancé's bachelor party.
2: But I, yeah, my fiancé's best friend's gotcha. bachelor party. okay. Not yeah, your fiancé. He... Okay, now I got you. Okay,
0: right. okay.
2: Yeah, sorry, a little confusing. but Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I just, like, I don't know if I'm approved, but, like, I just really don't want him partaking in those kind of
0: Activities. Okay. Did you bring this up to him? Did you tell him how you were feeling about that? Not yet. Okay. Hm. Because I was saying he might be like, okay, cool. You know, if we don't well, want to I mean,
1: so but it's so he's going I'm gonna is he a part of the bridal party or anything like that? Yeah,
2: he's actually they're each other's best men men. Oh best okay. Men.
1: okay. Yeah. Well then you have to go. So,
2: like he has to go, but like I don't know. Like is it wrong of me to ask him to stay home for the like if they go to a strip club oh, or
1: Yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking out loud here. Huh? I, boy, this is a tough one for me because I, I, I'll I be 100% honest. I've never once enjoyed going to a gentleman's club. Are you out of your mind? It's so awkward. Are it's, you doing it
1: wrong? I, I don't,
0: maybe. <laughs> You've never taken me, so I don't know. <laughs> but I just, I sit there and I'm, I'm like, my bachelor party, we just went out and hit some bars. Like, we didn't do any of the stripper kind of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. I'm so glad. So I, I would be interested to know what your boyfriend thinks. Has he said anything like, hey, babe, sorry, I got to go to a strip club with my boys?
2: No, but I mean his friend has. So I mean I know like that's the vibe for this bachelor party.
1: Well, that I mean it's it's his bachelor party. Like as a best man, you have to go do things. That it's not for you, you know what I mean? You like, take the sacrifice. Well, yeah, I mean, like, all right, this is your quote-unquote last night as a single man. You got to go out there, sow your wild oats, whatever it is. Like, you can't put yourself ahead of that person. Like, this is their day. That's true. And I, I get it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I,
0: I'm, you're such a prude. I'm not. A, no, I'm not a prude. Oh, I've done things you can't even imagine. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, strip clubs have never been my thing, ever. And so, and I get why a girl would get real uncomfortable with her boyfriend going to a strip club, or I, I just get it,
2: yeah, especially like we're getting married soon, so he doesn't need to be like looking at naked women <laughs> again I, as a married man, I like it to naked ladies. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, our lives are so different They are
1: um, Okay, well this is
0: about Christy though This isn't about you being a pervert mm. <laughs> Allegedly So Christy, here's what we're going to do We're going to put you on hold, okay You'll be able to hear all the okay. calls and all the texts And we'll ask everybody Is it wrong for you to not want your fiancé Going to a strip club For his friend's bachelor party As the best man As the best man
2: Okay, I mean, Hopefully people
0: are on my side. All right. Hold on one second. Okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. 320-656-9453. That is the phone number that will work no matter where you're listening to this radio broadcast. Call us up and let's help her out. Is she wrong today? Kellyanne Wood. Christy does not want her fiance going to a strip club for a bachelor party of the wedding that he's the best man in.
1: Right. He is the best man. This isn't his bachelor party. He's putting it on and this has been requested. By the groom.
0: And we are taking calls and texts to help her out today. Is she wrong? What do you think?
2: Go for it. I mean you only get married once. That's
0: true. Now See? now are you married?
2: I am, yeah. Five years. Oh,
0: congratulations. Congrats. Now what yeah, did you, you what what did your bachelorette party look like?
2: I didn't I don't drink alcohol, so I didn't even do anything.
1: Oh, really? We just had a
2: yeah. bridal shower and we hung out. The boys went to the casino, so
1: Wow! Now, would you have been upset if you found out they went to a shoe show behind your back? Didn't tell you? No,
2: I would have been like, why didn't you call me? <laughs> Dang.
1: <laughs> so how solid is this marriage of yours in case uh some radio host was asking <laughs> it's solid
0: all right well thank you so good, much good good, good, good. <laughs> thank you so much for the call this morning dang we got a lot of text pouring in on this one uh yeah
1: they are rolling in here uh she said vibe about the party is it happening for sure no reason to get worked up about something that might not happen okay. i do think it's going to happen especially i mean if the groom wants it You got to do it. I mean, trust me, we've all been to a bachelor party where you think, hey, this is stupid, but it's what the groom wants. (laughs) It's what the groom wants. Uh, How about this one? If my husband went to a strip club with all of his buddies, I would not care. I have trust in him. If you trust your fiance, it should be all good. Looking's not a crime. Plus, all strippers aren't that cute anyways. Well, (laughs) Again, I can agree on that
0: one, too. Well, that's what, uh, that's. maybe we shouldn't put anyone's name out there, because I don't know if it's, but that's what this texter said, too. I trust my husband enough that if he had to go to a bachelor party at a strip club, I wouldn't be worried. If you don't trust your fiancé, then you have a whole different problem to worry about.
1: And that's fair. Uh, This one, uh, my fiancé, so we have someone who's engaged right here, has yet to have his bachelor party. I could care less if he went to a strip club. After all, I know who he's coming home to.
0: Yeah. There you go. That's good in theory.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other people saying, though, no, she is absolutely right, uh, saying, I think those bachelor parties are a thing of the past. Other people saying, no, you can see that wherever you want. Heck, if he's got a phone, chances are he can look at it there, too. Well, that's a little different, but...
0: You know the weird thing is, is it's different for ladies. Like, because I told you I used to DJ for some male strippers. Mm-hmm. They used to bring in these male strippers to the nightclub, get the club full of ladies, then open up the doors to everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very different.
1: Oh, it is drastically
0: different. It's uh, it's more violent. Hmm. Um. There's a. It's a lot more inappropriate. There's a lot more touching going on. I was
1: about to say. It, there's definitely a blurring of the lines on that side of things. The other side. No touch. No. No, touch, no touch You're usually talking to a six seven dude named Blotto.
0: Let's uh, let's keep these calls and keep these texts coming because we got to help her out to find out if she's wrong today for not wanting her fiance to go to a strip club for a bachelor party. What do you think?
2: So, I just wanted to respond. Like, that's a tough situation. That's the best man. But, honestly, um, me and my husband got married in Vegas and all the guys tried taking him out. And he knows how I feel about the whole strip joint and... Yeah, He's like, no, we're doing a joint. We're just going out to the bar and all hanging out together. That's our bachelor bachelorette party.
0: Nothing wrong with that at all. And I was thinking about this too. You know what she could do is just plant that seed of she really doesn't want him going. And that if he does go, then that'll ruin his whole time there anyway. Because all he'll be thinking about is like how much he's just letting her down and how, you know. Again, I think you're doing strip clubs wrong, but
1: (laughs) hey, that's
2: just me, me, me. (laughs) I've heard so much. I mean, so much bad stuff comes out of that, especially never, if they're. Yeah, I don't I, know. Can I be <laughs> honest?
0: Can, can, and, and we're not that kind of show. We don't get dirty. We don't get gross. Mm-hmm. But when when I'm at the club, I don't know where to look. Mm-hmm. Do I look the girl in her eyes? Do I? Where do I look? Okay, I'll tell
2: you off air. <laughs> <laughs> I told that. my husband if he wants a stripper for. He wants us to, um, a bachelor a part, or a bachelor party. I will be his stripper. There you personally. go. I was about to say, but are his friends invited? Because then that's just a whole other <laughs> kids level no, of weird. No, no, it's a personal party. <laughs> okay, all right, all right.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for the call. Let's keep them coming. Ask, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> a free duo. All of a sudden the door knocks. <laughs> yeah, he's said. 656 That's the phone number for Am I Wrong This Morning. Kelly and
1: Wood in the Morning.
0: Christy is sitting on hold right now for Am I Wrong because she doesn't want her fiance going to a strip club for a wedding that he is the best man in, for the bachelor party of a wedding that he's the best man in. She wants to know, is she wrong for feeling that way? Uh, we got a lot of people sitting on hold. What's up, man?
2: I guess I think that that guy needs to respect her wishes.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm old school here on things like that, and if she doesn't want him to go, then uh, he needs to just sit that one out because if he does go against her wishes,
1: it could cause problems maybe in their marriage. I mean, I, I I'm on board with you, brother. Here's the problem with that, though. You as a man then are pretty much signing over your entire life. That hey, whatever you no. decide is fine. No, listen. And at some point in time, you're going to want to do something that she doesn't want you to do. So instead of being honest and open about it, you're going to sneak around. And then once you get around, away with sneaking around, now the cat's out the barn, and you know how to do this. And who knows what that leads to? Yeah, I I know, but keepers, man. They. He could talk to her about it and say, hey,
0: you know, honey, I mean, could I go? And if she absolutely says no, you probably better not go. We can't bring one over to our side. <laughs> we can't bring one over to the wholesome
1: side. He's too far gone. I'm having too much fun over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for the call. Uh other text rolling in here says, uh, no, it's a basic respecting. If she's uncomfortable, then she should then he should not go. Probably the same thing if the tables were turned. Other people saying she doesn't have to like it, just have to live with it. Maybe some insecurity issues in there as well. Other people saying, I wouldn't put myself in that situation. If my fiance didn't want me to go, what is the upside out of this other than fights? But
0: Boy, that's the clean truth right there.
1: I'm finding the majority, though, are pretty much on the other side. Uh, I don't think she's wrong. My husband went to his... Bachelor party at a strip club. We've been married 16 years. Yeah, I saw that text. Uh, a lot of the ones, uh, if you're comfortable enough in your relationship, shouldn't be a big deal if he goes. Other ones, I'm gonna again, leaving names out. I used to work inside of a strip club and trust me, the dancers don't pay any attention to the group other than the bachelor because, well, that's the main event, right? <laughs> Plus it's short lived because the bachelor party usually are big spenders. It's likely more harmless than going to a regular bar because of all the rules. That's important.
0: I like this one here, this one that Lindsey texted. It almost seems like a threat. Remind the fiance that there are cameras and social media, so you better hope you make good
1: choices. Jeez, That sounds like a threat. I don't want Big Brother looking over my shoulder either. (laughs) Uh, If you love him and trust him, you need to go ahead and give him the trust. He's not going to go do anything wrong.
0: Okay. Well, should we get her back? Should we get Christy back on the phone and give her her verdict? I think so. All right, Christy, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts. Your judgment today, and am I wrong? Some people are on your side, but I would say, would the majority of people like, hey, you gotta, you gotta bite the bullet on this one. Mm
2: -hmm. Really?
0: (laughs) Now. As we've said many times, just because we have a gavel doesn't mean this is an actual court of law with a true ruling.
1: Yes, it's not a binding thing. You, <laughs> so you,
0: can, you can still do whatever you want, but you in know. the court of public opinion, people are saying, hey, you got to eat it on this one.
2: I guess. I, I just uh, like really hate the thought of it.
1: Now, I've had a couple people de- text in a good question here, and I wanted to ask you, because I forgot to ask you in our first talk, is what are you doing for your bachelorette party?
2: I honestly, we just did like a girl's day. Like we didn't even go anywhere.
0: Okay. Like a spa or something? Or you just like hung out at the house?
2: We did like a brunch. Was there a stripper there? (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: Okay. All right. (laughs) Legs and eggs. Here's your French toast. (laughs) I think more people are just like, hey, look, it's one night. I mean, it's. It's a place of business, you know? You're not going to a brothel. Yeah. There is nothing like that. And yes, the girls will feign interest, but they're they're there to work. They're there to work. But would
0: you know my life? Mm-hmm. You know my wife. Right. There's no way she would allow me to ever go to a strip club. Yeah,
1: you know what? You should just go one
0: day. I don't want I don't want, I just told you, I don't even like them. I don't even want to go. Yeah, 'Cause you're scared. I have, I have all I need at home.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Let's see, is she up yet? Yeah, oh, yeah I was about to say, let me guess it. she's
1: listening right now. <laughs> Mr. So, Christy, what do you think
0: you're gonna do? Do you think you're just gonna let it happen or you could always voice your concern to him and he'll probably go yeah, do it anyway, I, but I'm
2: just gonna like tell him and see what he says. I I I do trust him, so I I guess I you know have to leave it up to him. Well, but and honestly,
1: I think you if you let him go, you do trust him, let him go, I think it'll be good for your marriage, your upcoming marriage, to show that, oh, yeah, he can't be, you know, persuaded by the the dalliances of the gentleman's <laughs> club.
2: Uh, I guess, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I don't think I have anything to worry about, but I just don't like the thought of it obviously.
1: Hey, at the end of the day, you got to do what makes you happy too, yep. you know? So if if you want to squash his dreams and make him stand <laughs> on the outside, face pressed up against the glass, you do that too.
2: <laughs> well, okay, thanks guys.
0: Christy, we wish you the best. Congratulations on your upcoming wedding. And Thank uh you. even if he does go, it's only one night and the girls aren't actually interested in him. They only pretend to be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's time for Happy Hour. I'm focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Sometimes
0: Happy Hour can be about someone saving a family from a burning building. Sometimes it's about someone donating a ton of money to somebody. And sometimes it's just a feel-good story. Maybe some kid's getting hooked up. You never know. Well, this is about Patsy Gregory and Carol Ann Krause. Now, as it stands today, these two women are 80 years old. But they have been writing letters back and forth to each other. They've been pen pals for 68 years. Mm. which is just... That's a lifetime for many. And pen pals are just... They don't exist anymore, which I I think I remember like in the second grade, we tried to start up having pen pals somewhere. Yeah,
1: like a sister city in another country or something.
0: Yeah, we were kids, so it just fizzled out instantly. But not with Patsy Gregory and Carol Ann Krause. Now, Patsy uh, lived overseas. Caroline Krause lived in the United States. Now, they have written in their time of being pen pals with each other over, uh, over 4,000 uh, letters back and forth to each other. Jeez. Sometimes multiple times a year, sometimes, you know, special events, whatever it's been, they've constantly stayed in contact with each other over the last 68 years. Well, Patsy, for her 80th birthday, her children asked her, What would you really like? And she said, You know, I, I've known this woman for 68 years of my life. We've never talked on the phone. We've never met face-to-face. We've mailed pictures back and forth to each other. But the one thing I would love is before I'm done on this earth, I would love to meet the person that I've been pen pals with for 68 years. So... For Patsy's birthday, her kids surprised her with a plane ticket to come to the United States. Now Carol Ann was living is lives in South Carolina right now. She started out when they started this. She lived in Buffalo, New York, and Patsy said one of the reasons that it was so cool to be pen pals with her. And think about this: this is before internet, before anything. Right. It was cool to hear what life was like in America, and that's what she thought was so neat. Mm. I I just find this so mind-boggling. It started when they
1: were twelve.
0: Yeah. Jeez. So, Patsy got a flight over here, and for her 80th birthday, she got to meet Carol Ann Krause. Now, Patsy said she wasn't nervous at all. She said, I felt like I was meeting probably my best friend because we we knew so much about each other. Carol Ann was a little bit nervous. She said, I, what if we didn't like each other when we finally met face-to-face? Well, then you guys have been great
1: liars for 68 years, you know? <laughs> right.
0: Well, they did meet. They did have lunch. And they said after lunch, it is, it's as if they had been best friends their entire life. That Like they had hung out together their entire life. Now, this happened back in July. And they have plans now to try and get together a few more times. But they still live 4,000 miles apart, so it's not easy to get together, but they said that now they talk on the phone. They've learned how to use Zoom now so they can do (laughs) face-to-face meetings, and they said it's been one of the great joys of their life, that even though they weren't in the same city, in the same town, they thought about each other all the time. How cool. And then they got a chance to meet.
1: That does show you how small our world has gotten. Yep. About, you, you know... 68 years ago, that was like talking to probably an alien
0: right. on, on the other
1: side of the planet. I'm and like, you had
0: to sit down, handwrite a letter, mail it off, You know, wait a week, I'm sure. I, how, who knows how long it took for a letter to come from overseas.
1: Now if you sit down and your video starts to buffer, you get mad. Yeah, like, and start, dang it! Yeah, it's, it's, Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. We take a lot of this stuff for granted, but very cool the fact that they got to... Meet face-to-face after all that.
0: Yeah, that's that's neat. That's a good one, man. I like that story. Again, a heartwarming story for you. You brought man. it. Thanks, brother. Uh, and I'll do it again tomorrow and the day after that, man, because I love it. We bring a little ray of sunshine to this otherwise dark world. It's called Happy Hour. It's all thanks to Audio Video Extreme. Sometimes
1: Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's, it's time, time for Maybe It's Just Me.
0: I think we can all agree in this room that if something comes out of MIT... It's probably from some really smart people. Those are some nerds. Can Mm -hmm. we all agree on this? Mm Yeah. All right. Well, MIT conducted a study of traffic over a 10-year period. That's one decade to you and I. Thanks. And they came up with the number one thing that they believe causes traffic jams. It's not speed limits. It's not too many cars on the roads. Nothing. It's tailgating. They said tailgating is the number one cause of traffic jams. If we would all just drive and give each other space... We could eliminate traffic jams in our lifetime. Wrong. Why is it wrong? Hey. You're gonna say you know more than someone at MIT. That's rich.
1: Well, I-, <laughs> I guarantee you, what it is is what they're saying is all right. When somebody gets like too close, and they'll hit the brakes, and then all right. of a sudden it's a daisy chain of brakes.
0: All right, if someone's got to get over, then they have to slow down. So they, you know, if you're being a jerk and won't let them over,
1: yeah. Uh, the problem is people aren't going fast enough. I disagree. Nah, that's what it is. Because then there's one person who goes slow, and then everyone gets bottlenecked behind this Right, because person. everyone has
0: to tailgate then. Everyone's trying to tailgate to prove a message.
1: But th- that's not on me. Me tailgating you being an idiot is not
0: my fault. I knew this was going to get wood and worked into a lather. Fun fact. I'm on Woodside here. Thank
1: you. This is the
3: only reason why. Because when I was in high school, my teacher told me that before there were speed limits, there were less accidents when there were no speed limits than when there were. Before there were speed limits? Yeah, there were less accidents because people were just driving. Who was that? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't know I... about that one. No,
0: that, that was true. <laughs> he was an
3: old guy. So it had to have been like the 1800s. That's
0: but because like, cars were only going 13 miles an hour at the top the speed. The horse and
3: buggies were cruising. Yeah. But there were no speed limits before the speed limits were put in. I'm going to look that up here.
1: Yeah, but that sounds less like something I would say. I just... Top like, of the dome. <laughs> honestly, if you are in the left hand lane and you're going slow, you should be legally allowed to pit maneuver that person. Well, you have to learn ditch. how to do a pit maneuver for it. I could it. do it.
0: I don't know what. Instantly. Plus, I don't think you can do a pit maneuver at 70 miles an hour. What oh. <laughs> <laughs> why am I going so slow? <laughs> <laughs> First federal state speed limit,
3: 1970s. So really? Yeah federal one. Wow. So speed limits okay. were in place by city, by city in like and state. the ni- early 1900s, okay. but federally in the 70s. So before that, up until then, no, less accidents.
1: It's wild how you can get on some of these back roads and all of a sudden you'll just like come into a town and it'll go from like 60 to 25. Yeah, that's bad.
0: That's how they get you.
1: Well, yeah, but in my, it's also like they're downtown too. They don't want people blasting through this, so I yeah. understand that.
0: That's why I love going through small towns. Small town salute, baby. All
3: there the way. you go.
1: Slow down in Hong Kong.
0: I love driving through North Dakota. They
3: have it at like 85. They want you to get out of there yeah. as fast as possible. Well,
1: yeah. there's nothing to see. I think there are some states. I think, is it Montana that doesn't have a speed limit Possibly. in certain areas? Possibly. I'm always shocked
0: at how flat it is when we're driving through North Dakota, yeah. and I'm, I reference it at least four or five hundred times on the trip. <laughs> That's all he talks about because I'm like, look, that I'm like that house must be ten miles away, and you can still see it, <laughs> um, which which goes to my flat Earth theory because if it's ten miles away,
1: it should be under the curvature of the Earth. Where's the aluminum hats? What's gonna happen is I'm gonna push Kelly out of my truck, and I'll see him <laughs> bouncing in the highway for about ten miles.
0: All right, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. It's worth a shot, though. We can try it and see if it works. I'll have another one for you tomorrow. I knew this one would get wood worked up, and it absolutely did. Yes, it did. <laughs> but I found it interesting, and sometimes
3: <laughs> maybe it does me. Made...
0: Kelly and Wood Fireside Country Poetry is where Wood delivers us some country music lyrics in a very poetic fashion. Correct. It is one of the hardest games to try and figure out what songs he's talking about. But Brian Riley and I will now go head to head. I have anxiety and mm-hmm. try and figure this
1: out. Now you will buzz in with different household. Uh, Sounds, all right? I want sounds that you would hear in your house. Kelly Jordan, you may go first. Ding dong. Oh, good. There you go. Doorbell. Brian Riley?
3: Um... A Fart? Oh, oh not well, not that, I, I don't know what else, else that to do. not that kind of show, All right, man. Um, we're not
0: dirty like that. Meow?
3: A cat? Okay, fine. There you go. Okay. I thought the first one was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: We're not that kind of show. No. I could have gotten it faster. We'll
3: keep it
0: clean. All
1: right, we have three songs, and if needed, we have a tiebreaker, okay? <laughs> we always seem to
0: need a tiebreaker. So
1: here we go. Song and poem. Number one, I need the song title and artist, mm. okay? Right. We've had this date marked on the calendar forever. We take that new Wed oh, oh. limo airport ride together. I feel like a plastic groom alone there. At
3: the Why do I know of the this? The
1: cake. Come on. So hey, I'm getting drunk on a plane. Oh. Ding
0: dong,
3: oh. ding dong, oh. ding dong. Oh. was first. Oh crap!
1: Who uh, Bentley
0: drunk on a plane. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I, knew it. Uh, I, I didn't know it. Again. One where I knew it like right away, but I just couldn't. It's so hard to place. Where yeah, because I try from. to plug,
3: I try to zone him out and sing it in my head, <laughs> and I can't do it because he's just doing the sultry voice.
1: Kelly Jordan has a one nothing lead. Ooh, all right, oh my! As long as I can get one on the board, I'm good. Erroneous song and poem number two. Here we go. You made the brightest days from the darkest nights. You're the river bank where I was baptized. Cleanse. All the demons that were killing my freedom, let me lay you down. <laughs> Give me to ya. Get you singing, babe. Ooh, oh. Hallelujah. We'll be touching. <laughs> we'll be touching heaven. You're an angel. Tell me you're never leaving. The heck? Because you're the first thing I know I can Believe in. You're holy. Is this a meow? Hit? Holy.
3: Is it Holy by Florida Georgia Line? It
1: is. From the darkest nights, you're the riverbank where I was baptized, cleansed from the deep. The only day. reason I got
3: it was because you said holy. I don't think I, talk- I forgot <laughs> <to laughs> about that
0: song.
1: I totally forgot about oh, that song. That song's song. a banger. 19 of the next 20 words were holy. So, <laughs> Thank you. All, right. All right, one to one. Song and poem number three. Here we go. For a while, I guess they were keeping it low key. Oh, but now these country lines closing in on me. I see them everywhere together, and it's hitting a little too close to home. What the? She's so far gone. Ding dong, yes, Kelly Alan Jackson.
0: She's gone country. No, (laughs) no, that was she
3: didn't. Hey, I'm sorry. (laughs) No.
1: She was over me before the grass grew back. No. Where she used to park her car. She's leaving those same marks and someone is else's it, yard. Is
3: it uh, Meow? Yes. Is it Red Aiken ate my truck?
1: No. <clears throat> is in it someone else's arms right down the road? Ding dong. Yes.
0: I'd settle for a slowdown. By Dirk Bentley. No, that's a jam. That's a jam session.
1: <laughs> I never thought she would get down with somebody I know. Oh, no, no, no. no he gets like seven times. Sam no. Hunt,
0: uh, break up in a small town. Yes. Yeah, that's
3: what I was gonna say. Next. For a while, Again, I, guess, I guess they were keeping down. it low key. What?
0: But now it's like these county lines closing in on me. This is erroneous. This is erroneous. That's, that's a good
1: song. Closing man. in on me. Well, oh, yeah. Brian, all right. you're trailing two to one. But for you, the tiebreaker's worth one and a half points! Oh. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I did the math wrong. It's worth 1.7 points. Ooh. Okay. All right. Now, this is pop music. Of course it is. From what era? From I, I don't era? want to give it away. It's you know, okay. Kelly's era. All right. It's all my era. <laughs> I need the song, title, and artist. Are we ready? No. Yes. Here we go. Come on. Plant a seed. <laughs> plant a flower. Plant a rose. You can plant... Any of those. Keep planting to find out which one grows.
3: Meow. Yes. Is it seal kissed by a rose? It is mm.
1: not. Nice. It's a secret no one knows. It's a secret no one knows. Oh, no one knows. <laughs> <Mm-bop>. <laughs> <laughs> Bop. Mbop. <Yes>, Dick. <laughs> Kelly Jordan. Bop
0: by Hanson.
1: Yeah. Yes!
0: <laughs> nice! <laughs> oh, don't you should let that music just. Oh, sorry. Yes. I, I, we can let it play
3: it if I know you want. <laughs> <It's just
0: weird.
3: laughs>
0: if you say you don't like that song, you're lying. Like, if anybody's like, oh, that song sucks. No, it doesn't. No.
1: Shibbity bop, Yeah Yeah, you rolled
0: the <laughs> I think we're uh, missing the fact that I just won Fireside Country Poetry. I will take this win, Brian That's Riley. erroneous. No, it's not. You had
3: 30 guesses at once. So I only got
0: one. I
1: got one. You both missed it a lot.
0: All right. Can I just have this win without it being contested, please? You know I hardly win anything. You always win this one. Congrats.
1: Feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man,
0: it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale, and the trash flash.
1: We're headed to oh, ARIDA! Yeah. Yes! Well, that's where we get a phone call to the authorities at 1 a.m. Now you can imagine that's not a good phone call to be making, right? <laughs> that's when the manager of the gas station, Wawa, said, hey, you guys need to get over here. Keith is back, and he's not allowed here. Well, when authorities showed up, Keith was nowhere to be found. They said, but hey, man, this dude's been banned from here before, and he keeps showing up. Well, authorities said, all right, we'll keep an eye out. Almost a bolo, if you will. Sure enough, when the authorities pulled out, they heard a little music. And they also saw a gentleman... Blasting music on a boom box on the back of his golf cart. Sweet. Uh-huh. Now, the music was audible from authorities say from at least 25 feet away. Now, I did mention, this is at 1 o'clock in the morning. That's loud. And he's blasting down neighborhood streets. So, officers hit the lights and, well, Keith pulled right over. The problem was, during a quick little search, authorities found possession of marijuana, A glass pipe, usually used for smoking drugs, Mm -hmm. and also then found out that he has also been in numerous troubles before, including being arrested the last time he was at the Wawa. They did a test, by the way. The pipe tested positive for both marijuana and methamphetamine. Smoking them both out of the same pipe? Mm -hmm. Well, that's when Keith said, oh yeah, I did that earlier, but I'm not under the influence now. So you can't arrest me. What do people buy a glass pipe? Gas stations, wah <laughs> I'm
0: just like, there's only a, there's a very niche market for glass pipes. Trust me, when you
1: go to the gas station and they got those little roses for sale by the register.
0: Oh, chances are you should have locked your car. Sounds like someone's an expert.
1: Uh huh. Well, sure enough, authorities disagreed with the fact that they could not arrest him, and quickly arrested him and took him to jail.
0: Lock him up. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got, uh, what What? What was, why did they call the police on him in the first place? Just because he was acting foul in the wah No, because he's been
1: banned and he showed back up.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, getting banned from a gas station. Seems like a trashy thing. Trashy, yo. Mm-hmm. 175 points on that right there. Blasting music at 1 a.m. from a golf cart. Yes, it may be fun, mm-hmm. but it's trashy. You know, it was like Motley Crue or something. Oh too. yeah, yeah! Kickstart my heart, all that crack pulsing through his veins, <laughs> smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll give him one fifty for doing that, mm-hmm. having a glass pipe on him that tested positive for methamphetamine and weed. Mm-hmm. Give him one hundred and seventy-five for that right there. Fair. Uh, what else do we got on this one?
1: Uh, we have the. How about the fact when you tell a police officer you can't arrest me because I smoked drugs earlier? Oh, right. Seems like a trashy thing to do. I'm above the law. Mm -hmm.
0: 200 points for that. He was arrested 75. Yes. Uh, Is that it? That's it. All right. Well, we got a good score here, Wood. Come on. Are you ready? Yes. Today, our cracked, weed-smoking gentleman at the Wawa earns himself a whopping... 775 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. All right, minute to win it. We have 60 seconds to come up with as many things in a category as we possibly can. The last person to get theirs out before the minute is up wins. Minute to win it. Of course, we are now joined by Brian Riley. Hmm. All right, now,
1: Wood, what do you got? Wrapping up happy hour there, you just said, brother. Yes. Brother.
0: Makes me brother. think. Brother.
1: I want wrestlers.
0: Wrestlers. I, dang, all mine are going to be from like the 80s. That'll count. I haven't watched wrestling in forever. That'll count. Okay. All right. But I'm ready for it. Brian Riley, are you ready for Absolutely, it? Absolutely, I'm ready. Are you a wrestling fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you watch it
3: now? No, I used to I used to watch it. And then when I was in my early 20s, I would sometimes go to the events down oh, in yeah. the cities. Oh, they're riots. Oh, they're so much fun. If you've never got, even if you don't like wrestling, you got to go to at I, least one. I
0: went one. to a Monday Night Raw one time. I think it was a Monday Night Raw, and the production value is insane. Oh, yeah. The energy in that room is insane.
1: I'm telling you, one of the loudest crowds I ever heard was in Atlanta, in the Georgia Dome, when Goldberg won the title. Yeah. I mean, like I thought my ears were going to bleed. That place went so bonkers nuts. That's legit. Oh, yeah, man. Man. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, brother. Yeah, brother. (laughs) Let me tell you,
0: man. All right. Are we ready? Come on. Minute to win it. Wrestler names go. What, Goldberg. Hulk Hogan. There you go. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah. Jake the Snake Robert. Buff Bagwell. Oh. I can't even mark these off. We're going Scott Scott so fast. Scott Steiner. Jesse yeah. the Body Ventura.
1: Mankind.
0: Ooh. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Cactus Jack. The, hey. under, the Undertaker. Dude Love. Ah, oh, come yeah. on. Kane. Ooh. Uh. Rowdy Roddy Piper.
1: Nice. How
2: about <laughs> Hacksaw
0: Jim Duggan? Oh, oh there oh. you go. <laughs> How about Earthquake? <laughs> Man no typhoon. No one said Hulk Hogan yet? No. Nope. Bam bam bigelow. Oh, it's the Iceman King Parsons. <laughs> that's a deep cut.
1: Chuckyard Dog. Oh, oh yeah.
0: yeah. Coco Beware.
1: Dang it! That's, that's one of my
0: aces. Hawk and animal.
3: Alright. All right. Oh, that's a good one. Razor Ramon. Oh yeah. Rock and roll Buck Zoomhoff. <laughs> <laughs> Al Snow. Shawn Michaels. Sting. Triple H. D Lo X Pac. DDP. Oh, gosh. I have a couple. Virginia! Vin Diesel! Mm. Ah! Vin, Vin Diesel! Diesel. <laughs> that's not what I <laughs> No, that's not what I meant! Dang <laughs> it! <laughs> 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 Oh,
1: no. And, uh, oh, the, the he could have been a wrestler. <laughs> the best part about this is Brian Riley was so confident. <laughs> Whenever we're doing these, we're like, oh, I got one in the holster.
3: You know, I was thinking of Diesel, which was Kevin Nash, <laughs> yeah. but then I just threw the VIN in the beginning because Diesel by itself doesn't sound right. <laughs> Son of a diddly. Oh,
0: which one did you say, Wood? Uh, China. Uh, I said Vern Gagne. I went way back. my um, god. <laughs> Vin Diesel. (laughs) I'm going to look up if Vin Diesel was a wrestler. Maybe. That was fantastic. I don't even know who won. I don't care. You won Wood, but (laughs) Ryan Riley gets points for that one. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning that we tack on to the end of the podcast. And uh, it got a little heated in the very beginning because I tried to share something with you that I should have known
1: better. Well, and then you started flicking me off behind the camera. (laughs) And I asked a simple question. Is it okay to laugh at your spouse? If they minor, minor injury.
0: Take a dive. Yeah, don't get hurt,
1: but a minor injury.
0: All right, we'll get into all that now. It's our bonus track, our first break of the morning. Kelly and Wood. Kids, kids. Oh, yeah. Woo, man. All right. It is ice. You know what? I'm not going to complain about the temperature. I hate when I come on the air and talk about the same things all the time. Uh,
1: uh, uh, every day.
0: That's my bad. How's the
1: boat? How's the yard?
0: <laughs> the boat is fine. Don't you worry about it maybe even take it out today do a little swimming in the Mississippi River what you know about that today is going to be scorching it's going to be a scorcher it's funny though because you know how we make fun of people in the south mm-hmm. when it's going to be like in the 40s down there and they're like Ooh. here's how you prepare for the cold weather mm-hmm. you know don't leave your pets outside whatever well we're doing the same thing right now because like you know, I I have Austin weather, Austin Texas weather on my phone, just so I can see what my wife's family's going through down there. Very nice. It was like 110 for like a month down
1: there, right? But they can handle it, and they're used to it,
0: right? I, I'm just saying it's funny that we're going to get a couple of hundred degree days in a row, and you would think it's Heat Mageddon coming. Well,
1: I said I, I saw they say the heat index is going to be like 112 today. It's gonna be it's gonna be a
0: it's gonna be a steamer.
1: Now my parents live in Las Vegas. Their heat index is like 112. Yeah, pretty consistently outside of this hurricane that just hit them. You're right, man. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yes, our blood is thicker, right? Because you got to be tough to live in the north. I've always said this. Why
0: you got to be tough to sit in this studio for four hours a day because it's about 12 degrees in here, and we're pretty mean to each other. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's just, that's mentally tough. But to have that ability of like, hey, okay, like your body thickens your blood for you to get through the cold winter. So yep. when it does get hot, it is a lot more strenuous.
0: It's funny when I, and I and no one cares about us living in other places, but when I, I first moved to Texas, I'll never forget. I was driving home from a nightclub appearance that I had and it was two o'clock in the morning and it was it was still like ninety eight degrees outside, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't, I've made a poor choice. Yeah, but then of course I got used to it. Then when I moved back up here, winter was horrible.
1: <laughs> Who cares? What I had heat stroke like the first baseball tournament I moved, I played in when I moved to Georgia. Yeah, like I moved to Georgia, joined a travel baseball team right away, got heat stroke first tournament,
0: and then just shut it down. Well,
1: no, I mean I kept playing, but I mean um, that heat stroke is no joke.
0: Oh, no, I know it's bad news. Yeah,
1: so be careful. Long story it's short. A- be careful today.
0: It's a tough one. It, it's amazing that heat stroke is so tough to bounce back from. Yeah, it takes it like out of you. You would think that you would just have some water and get in some cool air and you'd be fine, but no, it, it sticks around. Well, you wonder what
1: kind of damage all that heat does. Oh, I'm sure tons. To the mainframe. Yeah. You know. But
0: I'll, I think I'm going to go fishing today, and then my son and I fish for about 45 minutes, and we just swim the rest of the time. It's, it's a glorious thing. Yeah, man, it may be even too hot to go swimming today. It might be. But my da- my daughter has marching band today. <laughs> I think they'll take it inside, though. I thought they would cancel it. No. No. And, and she was saying, my coach told us, or my direct, I don't know who, coach, maybe? We'll say coach. But I
1: like director, I
0: think. <laughs> he, he was like, we don't, marching band doesn't stop for the heat. I was like, hell yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I like that. So they've got to be inside at a band. I'm pretty like sure the they'll the be gym. inside. Cause I mean, one twelve. Like Jen just texts in and says, "Hey, More, morning, Kelly. Would be safe out there. It's going to be a scorcher today. She's down in Spicer, and it's nicer. Oh, that's it? in the south too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's down south. That's real nice.
0: All right. Well, should we get this mess started and see what the hell happens today? Hit it.
1: Um, is antifreeze <laughs> a good thing to drink? Hell no, it ain't. Asking for a friend. <laughs> I can't imagine it is solid.
0: Uh. But hey, you made it work. Either way, here we are. Speaking of my daughter. Mm hmm. So, she's got marching band today. She's made some friends in marching band, which I think is awesome. Very good. Uh those those are some dedicated kids, man. Like they gave up their almost their entire summer to be in marching band.
1: Hey, and then once football season hits, it's yeah. time for them to hit main stage. I'm super excited too.
0: Like I'm excited to go back to high school football games, you know, and have a reason to be there.
1: Hey kids. <laughs> instead of
0: just being a creepy old man <laughs> hanging out in the stands.
1: Oh look at that pervert. But it's gonna be cool to
0: see her come marching out on the field, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, su- that's a dad moment right there. Hell yeah it is. So anyway so so as a band, they get together and they do a lot of things outside of just play together. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's a social clique. So my daughter says to me yesterday, hey, Dad, is it cool if I go see a movie before marching band practice tomorrow night? And I was like, yeah, if you got time, yeah, I don't care. And so I said, well, how much money do you need? Does Dad need to crack you off at 20 or something? Oh, here come the tears. <laughs> <laughs> no. And she goes, no, someone else is paying. And I thought, okay, well, Presley, I was like, don't, don't have somebody else pay for you, like, like what? We're not a charity case. Who's here. this? Someone exactly. Mm-hmm. My point. Now you see where I'm going with this. Well, this boy said he would pay for me to go, and I was like, scared. Oh, Whoa, well, hello. I was like, Presley, is this a? Like, is this a date date that you're going on? She's like, no, no, no. It's me, and, th- and it's that boy I told you that likes her. Mm-hmm. And then it's another girl in marching band and another boy. And I'm like, Presley, this is sounding very That's a double date. adjacent to mm-hmm. a double date. And I said, so this boy is paying for you to go see, and they're going to see the Barbie movie, which I'm like. Let me tell you, if he's saying you need to see Barbie, it's a date. <laughs> right? Because he's not doing that because he wants to go Hell see it. Hell No. So I, I had to have a little talk with her, because I was like, all right, Presley, I want you to be open and honest about everything that's going on, mm-hmm. because I want you to know you can come to me. But I have to tell you something. Don't leave this poor boy on. Like, you have told me you don't like this boy, and now you're letting him take you to a movie. Mm-hmm. Now, women have that luxury. Of you know, once in a while, (laughs) you can be like, "Sir, you're like women can be like, you know what? I wouldn't mind. He's a decent guy. I get a free meal out of it." you know a night on the town mm-hmm. am I should I be- walk this back a little bit I, hey man <laughs> i'm just saying an interesting little dialogue but i just said presley don't lead this poor boy on like don't he's he's already listening to taylor swift for you mm-hmm. he became the world's biggest Weezer fan for you that's punishment enough
1: right he's doing all these things for you and you don't really like him or she may be lying to you
0: Oh, she could be. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's
1: where I think this is maybe going because I think she he doesn't want to
0: tell dad. I hey, I gotta. I like this boy. Right? Oh my god! I and didn't even think that of they're that, going dude.
1: out. And I guarantee he's gonna get some popcorn. Probably put it in his lap. <laughs>
0: You're disgusting, dude. Oh. You are absolutely
1: disgusting. Hey, you know that? I'm not the one with a kid running around throwing it around like bird scene <laughs> What the hell is wrong with Getting you, free dude? Free meals, free movies. Oh, I should know better than
0: to talk to you about this kind of stuff. You definitely should. You're, you are just a disgusting human being. You know that? Well, I'm, How old is she? Fourteen. Here, I got. I'm, I'm
1: age yourself. Shut just the up. camera <laughs> off. I got. I got a fresh one for you right here. <laughs> You got a number one coming your way. All sir. of a sudden, Kelly's about to go see the Barbie couple rows back. Hey, is that your dad buying love? Yeah. Okay. That, see, this is where I lucked out having a son as the older and then a daughter as the younger because Everett nah. will be tasked with hey, do some recon. No, nah. I'm not going to have to do my own recon. That's what you think. Your kids are going to work out a deal.
0: Murphy's going to be like, hey, Everett, here's 20 bucks. Go see a movie you want to see. I'm going to sit with Jacob in this movie theater.
1: Uh, right. And you know what Everett's going to do? Everett's going to look her directly at him and be like, I'm not, I'm not willing to die for 20 bucks. Because if I find out he's lying to me, boom, you go too. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, you're going to go ride in the Cadillac, and I'm not talking in the front or back seat. You know what I mean?
0: I pray that you and I know each other still when your daughter becomes a teenager.
1: Oh, my.
0: Because I am. I am – I'm I'm saving up things to
1: make you uncomfortable. No, no, I'm not worried about Murphy. Murphy is a habitual line walker. Oh, she is now. Absolutely, mm-hmm. my daughter used to be too. Yeah. Now Everett, no nah, Everett, Everett, I'm saving up for not college. I'm saving up for bail on that one. It's when it's when
0: you know the hormones start rushing in. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Hey, you ain't got to tell me, brother. You're Every- the one sitting
1: at front seat. I, shut up. <laughs> What time is the movie? Doesn't matter. It's not (laughs) happening now. Movie canceled.
0: I'm going to text her right now. I know she's still sleeping, but I'm like, hey, you need to wake up and call that boy and say,
1: hell no, I ain't going to no movie. You're going to call the movie and just buy out every single seat in the theater? Yeah. I can see that
0: maybe going down. Kelly
1: quit being a Karen. I'm not being a Karen Blake. Mm -hmm. This ain't Karen. But it's also a healthy thing for kids to start going out on dates right now. Beginning no, it's the mating dance, and it, to have a strong dad at home to tell them what's right and what's wrong—that's a good thing.
0: I'm ready to change the subject. Uh, if you, you missed our very first break when we came on the air today, you'll be able to get it on the podcast later. But I would rather talk about anything else than what we were originally talking.
1: About. Literally anything. 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 Mm-hmm. What do you got? <laughs> Besides a young
0: girl's. Besides my self-discovery. self-discovery. Stop, dude! You went too far.
1: I'm going to talk about my spouse. Okay. All right. Now, on Sunday, my wife, so we have a little bit of a creek in our backyard. Must be nice. Now, of course, with the drought and everything going across the Midwest, the creek has been a tad non-existent. She dried up. Now, we've gotten a little bit of rain, so there's maybe a trickle of water going through there at this point in time, right? So the kids were playing it, right? Mm -hmm. My son loves catching crawfish and stuff. That's awesome. The other day, he actually showed up at a river and didn't have a net to catch anything. So he pops off his crock and starts catching things in his crock. Hell yeah. The kid is like a born maritime a son of hunter. The, he's a son of the soil. Pretty much. And so my daughter was in there the other day and she calls out to Andrea, come check out what we found. So my wife comes down but slips on the rocks. Yeah. Falls down, busts her hand, Oof. busts her rear end. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, she went full on down. I laughed. Okay. Now. Mind you, she had to go into urgent care to get x-rays on her wrist cuz she really did hurt it. I mean, it's bruised, it's busted up. Yeah. But I laughed. Okay. And she got a little bit upset with me about this. And my my point on this, I have been taught to laugh at people's misfortunes. I as, think as a society, right? Yes. Whether it's America's Funniest Home Videos, Fail Army. Fail Army. Do we have Fail
0: Army on at my house
1: all the time? It's fun to see someone fall and get hurt. As soon as you know, like, okay, you didn't, you know, rupture a spleen or something. The
0: ones that aren't funny is when, like, they fall on their neck or, you know what I mean? Or someone literally almost dies. Like, that's not funny.
1: I'm not laughing at anyone being handicapped, right? No. You don't want that. Heck no. Well, my wife got up. Scary. Came inside, you know, rear end covered in dirt and everything, and she's... I'm like, well, are you all right? Yeah, I think it's just, this hurts. I started to laugh. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. Because it's funny. And, and my point is, anytime dad gets hit, everybody's
0: <laughs> laughing. It's like Showtime at the Apollo.
1: Everybody's having a good time. But all of a sudden, if Murphy gets hit, oh, oh everyone comes running. Same thing with Everett. You know, I, I see Everett wipe out on his bike. Yeah. He gets up, you know. ah. Oh, I'm like, you right. Oh, God. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny.
0: Well, here's a better question, though. Why is people hurting themselves so funny? Because we have
1: seen for years. I mean, you go back 45 years, 50 years ago, right? Yeah. Somebody gets hit. It's like, whoa, hey, who knows? Yeah. They could get dysentery for all we know.
0: Right. F- only 50 years ago, huh? In the 70s? Absolutely. <laughs> it was, it was,
1: It was rampant. Pick up a history <laughs> book. But now we've seen for so many years that people get hit. You shake it off, you film it, you win $10,000, off you go.
0: I still love watching America's Funniest Home videos too. Like, I know there's Mm -hmm. there's tons of other avenues out there for me to get that kind of content, but it is funny. Right. In my mind movie right now, it's playing like when the person will have like the Styrofoam glider and they always throw it and it comes back and like hits them in the groin or
1: whatever. Yeah, the old swoop dee whoop. That's funny. Right. Or you see somebody with a golf, you know, a golf club, you know, somebody's taking it in the onions. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Here we go. And I just, and I told my wife, I said, it's not my fault.
0: If she would have been like laying there bloody. Right. Then you wouldn't have laughed.
1: You, your first move when you see someone fall is, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah. And as soon as they, yeah, I think. Now it's time to laugh. Right. All right. You are not in any serious danger. It, I think it's more of the embarrassment.
0: Normally, I take your wife's side on almost every issue that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm on your side.
1: Uh, Rob from Moorhead texted, Would you never laugh at the wife's misfortunes, though? I, I, I got to disagree with you, Rob from Moorhead. <laughs> I do. And it's, but, not,
0: it's, it's not a life changing misfortune, though. And here Unless is She gets arthritis now or
1: something. Here is the flip side. No one. Like, on this show, in my life, whatever you do, no one gets made fun of more and laughed at more than myself. Right. And honestly, I'm cracking wise on myself more than anybody. Of course. And you've got to. And if you can't laugh at other people, you can't laugh at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, So if I'm going to laugh when I get hurt... Because everyone's yeah. busted it and then you get up real quick. You try to shake it off real quick. Dude,
0: I had the most embarrassing fall at WeFest Fest on my walk back to the on my walk back to the bus. Well, you're not alone at WeFest. Fest. And my ankle still hurts. Mm. And that was what, three two weeks ago now? I was walking and I stepped in like a rut. And yes, maybe I'd had a few adult beverages. All mm-hmm. right. No secret there. Rut
1: came out of nowhere.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And I I fell for about a good thirty feet. Like oh I was my God. I was I thought I could correct the fall because I was like, you know, like I was I was like head over, you got over I your was head over heels for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part though is that what finally stopped me was like, this is funny. I'm surprised more people weren't laughing. Maybe they were laughing at me, but I was in so much pain I couldn't tell. But what stopped me finally is like, you know, like those big I don't even know what they call them, like a cattle gate or whatever. Yeah. So I'm falling, and I'm falling for a good 30 feet because I I feel like my cooler, if I can just get my cooler behind me, it'll be like a ballast, and I'll be able to stand up. But what stopped me finally is I was like, I was kind of, Parallel to the ground and I hit like the gate yeah. and my shoulder went into the pole and that's what finally stopped
3: <laughs> me. <laughs> like,
1: but you didn't go down. I was like, damn, that was a long fall. So you you didn't even fall, you just stumbled for 30 feet. <laughs> that fall took me about 30 seconds. What a majestic athlete no, we all I, just saw.
0: I fell to my knees then when I hit the pole, because the pole really <laughs> hurts. <laughs> The pole like hurt so bad, like just right into my clavicle. And I was just like, "Damn, that was embarrassing." <laughs> oh. But luckily, it was like midnight, twelve thirty in the morning at We Fest. Like, who isn't stumbling around like a
1: fool? I was about to say, "You're probably the nineteenth person to stumble into
0: that rut." But that might be that might be the lesson learned. There is if you're gonna fall, just accept it. Mm. Don't fight it. Give
1: in. <laughs> because I'm lucky I didn't hurt somebody else. I'm lucky I didn't take a few people down with me. Honestly, you have fallen so much. You've almost sounds like you have learned. The proper way to fall. You know, like professional wrestlers, they say, like, that's the one thing you have to learn is yeah. how to fall right. You've learned it. Had that pole not been there to stop I me, mean, would still be going. <laughs> I'd probably would
0: have fallen all the way to the bus.
1: <laughs> all the way back to St. Cloud. <laughs> There goes Kelly
0: I, I honestly And the bad thing is I don't know if the drinks Had anything to do with it Or if I'm just clumsy
1: Yeah Those ruts As I said Those ruts will get you <laughs> They will But you know When you're walking You do that little stumble And you try to oh, Whoa yeah. hey And kind of, hey. then you start jogging <laughs> Ah
0: oh, you jump up You got a little jump shot going.
1: Hey whoa well, hey everybody Somebody got an electrical cord Around here <laughs> mm. All right. But uh, hey, good news is wrist isn't broken. Look at
0: how much we're laughing at falling.
1: That's what I'm saying. Now, I, if my wife ever hears this, she'll cut me. But...
0: <laughs> I wish someone had a video of that fall from Wii Fest.
1: Uh, me too. <laughs> Put it to Chariots of Fire. Slow-mo.
0: This is stupid. I'm trying to describe a fall. It doesn't make sense to anybody else. It my makes bad. sense to us. Should we do some history, Wood? Come on. <laughs> It was the first thing I thought about the next day, too, when I got out of bed. I was like, oh, man, my ankle hurts. Is your
1: arm's not working? I, mean, I had a big old bruise
0: on my clavicle. I don't even know if that's what the clavicle is. but
1: It's in that area.
0: <laughs> is it up by the shoulders? Mm-hmm. Would it was on this day all the way back in 1902.
2: No other mark of identification speaks so clearly of the product that bears it, as does the famous Cadillac V and Crest.
0: The first this Cadillac started been rolling been been off the assembly line on this day back in 1902.
1: Still, I believe the pinnacle of America
0: luxury. Dude, I, would, I would love to own a Cadillac at some point.
1: Because, I mean, yeah, you have the foreign cars and things like that, right? Right, you got
0: Lexus. But Less I 80s.
1: still believe you put a Cadillac, and that's just it. Yeah. Now, they had a little bit of a, a downswing, I'd say, in the 80s when those cars got so massive. Who didn't, though? Well, that was, that was like the thing.
0: It's funny that I, would, I when I was grabbing the audio for this. There was like these eight 1980s Cadillac commercials. I was like, "Golly, cars were ugly as hell in the eighties. Like the interior just looks like it smelled like it like it came from the factory, smelling like cigarette smoke." Have you ever driven like one of those boats? Oh yeah, I I, I had. I think it was a Eldorado or something. My parents had, and that was like. That thing was, like, the length of six cars. Especially when you
1: make, like, a right turn. Like, you had to, like, pull into the intersection and then to start to turn. It was an ordeal. (laughs) Excuse me. Driving one of those and driving, like, a regular sedan. Yeah. They were two different beasts.
0: Oh, boy. I've always said, though, when I have some extra money, I'm going to buy one of those old cars that my parents had, like a Caprice Classic or something like that.
1: I tell you what, though. Even today, those things rode different. Oh heck yeah! Those things were rolling living rooms. <laughs> like if you hit a bump, like everyone just like, <laughs> you're like
0: wow, this is weird. Ah, oh, I miss those old big cars. Uh, nineteen eighty six.
2: Come on, Teddy, act your age. This is my age. I'm in the prime of my youth, and I'll only be young once. Yeah, but you're gonna be stupid for the rest of your life.
0: Stand by me is released in
1: movie theaters on this day in nineteen eighty six. And what a cast hmm. for real. Of course, uh, uh adaptation of Stephen King who could write some really messed up stuff and of course I think that I never saw that movie. Didn't I've seen parts and stuff.
0: I, boy it was been a long time since I've seen it.
1: But don't they they find a dead body in that movie, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. That's their whole quest I believe is to go see a dead body.
1: Again, leave it to Stephen King. That dude's got some messed up stuff going on upstairs. He's
0: disturbed, man. He is very disturbed. But he's, he's pretty he, rich because of it. He's a crazy follow on Twitter too, our ex or whatever. Like, oh. He's he's Super angry. political? He's super political and very, very angry. I'm out. Yeah. You know, relax, guy. You're rich. Me too.
1: What, the, what, 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 what What's going on here? Well,
0: once you get rich, you got nothing else to complain about. You got to find it. some things. Mm-hmm. Um, On this day in 2007, I never even knew this happened.
1: A three-round home run for Vasquez.
0: Texas has put 30 runs on the board. 30 runs. The Texas Rangers beat the Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles 30-3, to three, the most runs scored by a team in modern MLB history. Yeah. I never
1: even knew that happened. And... Th- Honestly, that's the one bad part about baseball. Is if some team just gets way out in front, you got to play it to the end. You know, not in, you've seen it in football and basketball where they kind of run out the clock a little bit, right? Hey, we all. Well,
0: couldn't you give the here. people who don't normally get a chance to play though? Like, because that's that was the only sports career I had in high school. I was like, okay, we're up by sixty. Throw Kelly in.
1: Well, but when I mean, you're talking about the major leagues, like everyone is good. You know, but this is usually when all of a sudden, like your third baseman gets to pitch. Right. You know, and they get up there and. All right, get slapped around a little bit, but they get to live their little bit of a dream. Exactly. So you get that part, I guess. It's like Rudy when they put Rudy in. Yeah,
2: I I can see that. (laughs) You know what I'm
0: saying? Just so he could be a part of the team. Mm hmm. Celebrating some birthdays today, Wood.
2: Keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me for sure.
0: One of the funniest people I think ever. To grace SNL, Kristen Wiig. She is funny. My, she is such a just everything. She I don't know what it is about her, man. Her
1: timing is just impeccable. Now, ha, what has she done lately? She's I, been a, she's been a little under
0: the radar. She's probably writing and producing or something like that. Well,
1: because you know, of course, when she did Bridesmaids, that thing did oh, massive
0: number. That movie is one of the only laugh out loud movies. I I I, feel, I don't I don't laugh out loud a lot at movies, but that's one of them.
1: And I believe she was like. I think she was kind of like the brain child behind that. Like oh, really? Like, she wrote it or whatever. So, I like, that did big numbers. But she's got to be doing, like, I think she's got to be, like, 50. Oh,
0: you're right on the nose with that hey. one, my friend. Come on now. In my opinion, maybe the best TV character of all time. Not Kristen Wiig, mm. but one. Things with your mom got pretty intense down there, huh? Oh, like, East Coast,
3: West Coast. You feel me? Act like a parent, talk like a peer. I call it parenting.
0: Ty Burrell, a.k.a. Phil Dunphy. In my opinion, Phil Dunphy might be the best TV character of all time.
1: I know that's a bold statement. I, which, by the way, I don't agree with, but uh, one thing that has rocked me, you told me a couple days ago that apparently he's a knob. Somebody
0: who worked on the set of Modern Family said Ty Burrell was not a nice guy to them. Don't do that. I, I don't want to do that because I've been binge watching Modern Family lately mm-hmm. and I'm like there's no way this guy's a jerk in real life like it just can't be oh that would be an absolute bummer for you. Somebody like Eric Stone Street, I for some reason I could see him, but I've heard that he's a super nice guy.
1: I've heard he's really good, uh, a nice dude, too. Yeah.
0: So I don't, it's like, not Ty
1: Burrell. Not Ty Burrell. Come on. Uh, but he's going to be 54 today?
0: Ah, oh, you're close, man, but not close enough. <laughs> Ty Burrell is the ripe old age of 56 today. Mm. Man, Modern Family is just, oh, such a great show. And they got out in time, too. Uh, yeah, I think so. They didn't beat it to death. They got a little political towards the end where I was like, oh, come on, guys. But mm. they fixed. Uh, All right. Well, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.